here at Mercy School starts on Tuesday, just a couple of days. The teachers have already been working for over a week now, setting up the school, their classrooms, etc. I've enjoyed talking to some of our students here after Mass, and most of them are excited, right? Most of them are excited. So, so the consensus is it's just the early to bed that's, that's the problem. But most of the st students looking forward to getting back to, to Mercy School. And I am too, I know that. But school is certainly on my mind, as I'm sure it is with many of you. But we are here this morning, not at elementary or high school or college. We're here at the school of our souls, the school of our spirit. And we're here to listen to the one teacher who is above all other teachers, Jesus our Lord. And our divine teacher has a lesson for you and me today, and it is a lesson of highest importance, the lesson of humility. Now, all the great spiritual teachers down the ages to Jesus himself, they want to teach us the importance of humility and seeking it with all of our hearts it is the foundation of all the virtues, the queen of the virtues, it's known as. These great spiritual teachers and Jesus himself, another way to say this is, they want to liberate us from our own egos. Here are just a few of them. St. Bernard of Clairvaux, a great spiritual teacher, said, was asked one day, if you could, St. Bernard, could you list for us the most important virtues of the spiritual life? A life of holiness. What are the most important virtues? Are the three most? And he said, sure, humility, humility, and humility. Or how about St. Paul from Scripture, the apostle? He asks, what is it that you have that you have not received? Right? So why is it that you boast, he asks. All that we have received is gift. All that we have received is grace. It comes back to the Lord himself. So what is there to boast about? All that we have that is good, we have received. And one more is from St. Teresa of Avila, she sums up what humility is. Some kind of get confused or maybe think of it as some lofty virtue, but she says, no, it's, it's simple, really. Humility is just truth. It's reality. It's accepting the truth, the reality that God is God, and I'm not. God is God, and I'm a creature. We're fellow creatures loved by God, but that is the truth, and we live in that truth. We live in reality, and we're being humble. We're living humility. So humility is the antidote to the ego, which can at times be tyrannical in our lives. That ego which can just get in the way, which can distract us from enjoying the moment, enjoying life, enjoying the company of one another. It is described recently to me like a, like a monkey on my back, a monkey that's always asking to be fed. You know, if I'm in a social situation, you know, it's that monkey that's saying, Do you, are you looking good enough? Are you saying the right things? Are you talking to the right people? That monkey just wanted to be fed on my back and the Lord just wants to knock it off so that we can enjoy and enter into life and these so social situations with our whole hearts and minds. That is, Jesus wants to set us free. And so how does he do this? He teaches us today, he teaches us humility in no less than three ways. The first way that Jesus teaches us this humility is with his own words, as a teacher does, with his own words, the words of our first reading, the words of our gospel especially, but scripture is full of lessons on humility. So to read them, read the words of our Lord, and see how often he calls us to be humble and by his own example of humility, emptying himself as the son of God and going to the cross for our salvation. By his word and his example, he teaches us humility. And the second way that Jesus teaches us humility is by one another. 
can think of family life. Marriage and family life is probably the perfect example. The Lord gives us these gifts of marriage and family life to teach us humility. Spouses teach each other humility. Ch- uh, parents raising children are taught humility. Siblings teach each other humility. All these moments of our lives in which we're reminded that I can't get everything, everything that I want. I'm not the center of the world. Those little moments in our lives, and every day is full of them if we're looking for them, that is Jesus' invitation into his classroom of humility. And you can take this moment of inconvenience. You can take this moment and learn to chasten your, your ego, your will, to learn humility. So he teaches us through one another in the classroom of humility. And lastly, Jesus teaches us to pray for humility. It's not just enough to emulate him. It's not just enough to read about it and think about it. Even not enough to just try for it. Jesus says we have to as well pray for it, to pray for the gift of humility. And we can do this using our own words. It's always a good choice to use our own words, asking the Lord for that gift, that virtue, which underlies all other virtues. Or you might be interested in the prayer known as the litany of humility. I know many is, but I'm going to read some of the lines. I invite you to follow along. And if anything touches your heart, wow, that's hard. Maybe that's a sign. The Lord's inviting you to embrace humility a little bit more in this way. So here's some of this prayer. From the desire of being esteemed, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being loved, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being praised, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being preferred to others, Deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being humiliated, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being ridiculed, deliver me, Jesus. That others may be loved more than I, Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. That others may be esteemed more than I, Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. That in the opinion of the world, others may increase and I may decrease, Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. And that others may become holier than I, provided that I may become as holy as I should. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. Again, it's probably twice as long as that, the actual prayer. And feel free, if you like this prayer, to add on your own additions. Whatever other words or areas of humility you need, beg the Lord. Ask the Lord to grow in that great virtue. This is a very powerful prayer. But just a word of warning, and I'll finish with this. It is a prayer that is powerful and it works. You get what you ask for. Many ask, uh, who wrote this prayer, right? Because it's so beautifully written. It must have been from such a holy person. So who's the, who is the author of these great words? And well, the author of this prayer is not known. He's been lost to history. So he got what he asked for, being disappeared in the obscurity of history. No one knows who wrote this prayer. Just one example of how this prayer works. You get what you ask for. Lots of parishioners give me other examples, too. You can ask around. But as school starts up, as our teacher Jesus is inviting us, don't forget to listen to him, to listen to this great lesson of humility, and allow him to teach you this great lesson, to be humble, to humble with God and humble with one another. Allow the Lord Jesus, our teacher, to set you free.